Jason Rainer here with episode three of In the Middle of Shit. I uh, took a little bit of time for this one because uh, I've been taking the past week to kind of let the election digest uh, and also see kind of what the blowback has been. Uh, it's a circus. We knew it was going to be a circus. But uh, kind of the most concerning, the most pressing thing to me is that people are celebrating in the streets and lighting off fireworks and acting like that end scene of Star Wars when the Empire fell. And I think that it is the most embarrassing thing that I have ever seen because I understand that if you're happy that Trump is not in office, but celebrating Joe Biden is like celebrating getting back your STD test and finding out that you have syphilis. You're celebrating syphilis. There are people in the streets of New York City and all these major cities that are breaking all of their own COVID protocols, all that six-foot distancing and mask wearing. All these uh, Democrats are out just fucking each other in the middle of the street uh, while COVID is uh, apparently at its peak again. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's embarrassing. I think that uh, it's funny that Democrats make fun of Trump supporters for wearing their red hats and going on their caravans and celebrating their candidate, and then you do the same thing. Uh, Joe Biden is a career politician who's been in the establishment for like 50 years, and you guys are acting like uh, the second uh, coming of Christ has happened. Uh, there are all these kids that are younger in their 20s and 30s that are sharing their Biden-Harris propaganda posters and the, the Biden-Harris paintings on social media like it's fucking Obama. Like, oh my God, we just elected uh, our 50th old white man president. Uh, let's make these uh, propaganda posters and share them on our timelines because we're so proud of not reading and just voting for this guy. Um, yeah, the, about let's go back to the syphilis. Uh, yeah, we get it. You took your, your STD test and you're happy that you don't have AIDS, but you found out that you have syphilis. So instead of just being like, wow, uh, at least I don't have AIDS and trying to be an optimist, you're celebrating syphilis. Uh, you're running through the streets with your signs saying, I have syphilis. You're on social media saying, I cry tears of joy because of my syphilis. Uh, you, you did the same thing with Obama and all the hope murals and the paintings and the political propaganda because you are so delusional. Uh... All of these people are holding their syphilis signs. They're taking pictures of their babies with their syphilis. They're drawing paintings of their syphilis. You are crying tears of joy for your syphilis. I get it. You're happy. You don't have HIV. But uh, you still need to get that taken care of. I think it's, I think it's weird. I think it's, uh, it's not anything new. In the last episode, I talked about the weird dynamic of all the college students and all the younger generation that were not that old during 9-11 going out and celebrating in the streets at their college campuses after they had announced the death of Osama bin Laden and how idiotic that felt. Just a really weird feeling in my stomach uh, because I was in high school during 9-11 and a lot of the people that I went to high school with ended up in Iraq and Afghanistan and a lot of lives were destroyed and a lot of people died, and the damage had already been done by the terrorist organization, and bin Laden had lived a long life and had completed the operations that he wanted and started a network of terror that went throughout the world. And 
all they did is announce that a guy was dead and Americans celebrated like idiots in the streets uh, holding up their signs like their football team had just won the Super Bowl. And they're doing the same thing with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, right? So Joe Biden, if you don't know, uh, was a big fan of uh, plenty of Jim Crow era Democrats that segregated the country. The guy is a thousand years old. So he has been around and been in politics through countless awful time periods for uh, gay rights and uh, ethnic group, different ethnic groups that have gone through strife. He introduced the crime bill that's put countless uh, black, brown, and white men and women in prison for uh, nonviolent crimes. He's... There's video of him dropping the N-bomb with the hard R on it. There's video, There's countless clips and videos of him saying uh, racially insensitive things. Uh, even, I would say, mm-hmm. to an equal level of the stuff Trump had said in the past, if not worst. You've never, you, you've never heard a hard R out of Trump. There's video of Biden online. You can look it up, saying the N-word. Um, he is a panderer. Uh, Kamala Harris is a prosecutor. These guys have, have put more African Americans in prison than you can even begin to understand, and you celebrate that as if Jesus Christ has just returned. We get it. You're happy that Trump lost, but you're celebrating syphilis. You're celebrating an establishment politician. When Biden won, Chinese money markets started exploding through the ceiling because a Biden win is a win for the communist Chinese. A Biden win means that we open ourselves back up to NAFTA and the modern slave labor that is happening in countries like India and China and parts of Latin America that have been going on since uh, Bill Clinton was in office and the Bushes supported it. And every president since NAFTA existed has supported it as our economy has decayed as our industry has collapsed, as our jobs have just been getting moved to these foreign countries that pay people a dollar a week, and every single one of these politicians gets kickbacks from that. They love international trade. They are completely content with destroying the economy and the middle class of America, and you're celebrating it. Um, I'm not bitter that Trump lost. I think this is what happens when you're a pompous, egotist prick. You can't just walk around and be mean to people and talk shit to people and constantly say awful things to people and not think it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Uh, So I'm not surprised Trump lost. I'm not even upset Trump lost. I'm not, uh, I'm neutral about the whole thing. I am a emotionless, feelingless void when it comes to politics, as you should be. Nobody should ever celebrate American domestic politics because it's a sham, and uh, you're doing that, and you're already setting yourself up to pretend like uh, Biden is going to be infallible, which is the exact same thing that happened with Obama, right? George Bush started the uh, war on terror. George Bush started massive domestic spying programs when the government started, you know, watching you jerk off through your phone or jerk off through your TV, or they decided to watch you jerk off through your radio, or Maybe they started putting cameras all over the place at uh, intersections in case you start jerking off in your car. 
So he put these domestic spying programs that were spying on Americans all over the place and thinking, you know, just in case some sort of a terror cell comes together. But really, uh, there's just somewhere there's an office and there's a bunch of guys in the NSA that are just watching Americans masturbate 24-7. And Bush did that and Obama continued it. And Bush uh, started Guantanamo Bay where he started taking a bunch of Muslims uh, without trial or jury. And they could just basically be considered terrorists and thrown in prison and they've never been released and they've never had a trial and they've never had any sort of justice. And Obama ran and said he was going to close Guantanamo Bay and he didn't. And Bush started bombing Muslims in Pakistan and continued the war in Iraq and Afghanistan and ramped up forces in both of those countries and started drone bombing other countries that he was not legally allowed to do because it had not been passed by Congress, same as Bush. Obama continued to do that. Obama made it legal to assassinate, detain, and kill American citizens without trial or jury. Um, You're celebrating this. You celebrated it. All these Democrats went out and they pretended like Obama was a messiah. He was spying on journalists. They were intimidating journalists. They were uh, finding people that were whistleblowers about illegal activity within their own intelligence agencies and other illegal activity that had happened within their Justice Department, and they were intimidating those whistleblowers. They were outing their identities, and they went out of their way to make sure that they were all going to prison for trying to do the right thing and let the public know that corruption was happening. And nobody said anything about it on the left, and nobody called out Obama. And I think that... um, The one thing that I really liked about Trump is that he exposed the president's office. He exposed the fact that it is almost impossible to be a president of the United States of America in modern times and not be a complete piece of shit human being. Except what he did is he wore the fact that he was a piece of shit on his sleeve. Right? So Trump wore it on his sleeve. Uh, You didn't have to dig in and read to know that he was a piece of shit. All you had to do is just listen to what he had to say. Uh, With Bush and Obama and other presidents uh, that have happened during all this, like Clinton, you have to read into it, right? But this is is the democratic delusional disease that everybody has. Everybody held up Bill Clinton like he was the greatest president of all time. And... uh, There were plenty of people that said – there were plenty of women that came out and had claims that he had sexually assaulted them or even raped – he had raped them. And Hillary Clinton covered it up and attacked those women in public and the Democrats turned a blind eye to it. It was countless women kept coming out and saying they were sexually assaulted by Bill Clinton. Uh, If that happened now during the Me Too movement, uh, of course, he would have gone down as the worst president in history. But instead, you had Democrats for 10 years during the Bush time saying, oh, I wish we had Bill Clinton back. Oh, I wish we had Bill Clinton back. Uh, Even during the Me Too movement, when people would start bringing up all the transgressions of Bill Clinton and all of his accusations in the past, Democrats would go, oh, can't we just leave it alone? Can't we just get over it? It was 20 years ago with Bill Clinton, uh, when really he was like the original Harvey Weinstein. And uh, he just walks around today, right? There's still videos of him naked with young women in hotels. Uh, You know he's been on Epstein's plane 20-something times. And this off-with-his-head society that we have on the left that goes on Twitter and they ban people and they ban people from YouTube 
and they cancel people constantly that are in media or politics or whatever else. Uh, it was like Al Franken like looked at a girl's tits once and you canceled him. Uh, but Bill Clinton, nobody came for him, right? Because you, uh, you Democrats, you have this weird thing that you do where you bury your head in the sand when it's your candidates and uh, you treat them like they're messianic characters and they're just as grimy and just as shitty as the Republicans that you repudiate. Uh, and it's an embarrassing because I think what it is, it's just I don't know if it's just you have to be in denial about something uh, or if it just shows how good uh, our media is at controlling the human mind. People, you know, you have on the right, you have people that watch Fox, they read Drudge Report, they listen to Alex Jones, and they just accept it all as fact, right? Um, Alex Jones is a conspiracy theorist. There's some things he's right on. There's plenty of things he's wrong on. He puts himself out there. He says some pretty crazy shit. Uh, and there are people who don't read as much as Alex Jones, and they don't dig into things as much as Alex Jones, and they don't become as paranoid as Alex Jones. But what they do do is they lazily accept everything that he says. So, like, instead of you being informed yourself, you listen to somebody and repeat their talking points. And a lot of times you don't even do it well. Uh, and you just accept it as fact. Now, on the left, you have people that watch MSNBC and CNN. And they read the New York Times. And they accept the information that comes from those sources as absolute fact. And uh, the thing about Democrats that's so annoying is that they talk down to Republicans constantly and talk about how uneducated they are or how low IQ they are as voters, right? So Democrats have this air about them like, well, we went to college, we're educated, we're smarter, we read, we're more intelligent than the Republican side, when they do the same things. So you're really just as stupid as your opposition. Uh, you are spoon-fed information from like three news sources, you accept all of it as fact, and you're lazy. You still don't do your own reading, right? Or you listen to NPR and those boring voices on NPR, this is NPR, here's some weird music that like, you can pretend to enjoy and share with your friends, because it came from a child that's seven years old that happens to play the mandolin in a uh, country that has been oppressed for 50 years by an oil corporation. But even though there's blood and violence and limbs all over the streets of this foreign land, you can hear this beautiful seven-year-old girl's mandolin ring out through the skies. Here's her track. Yeah, very interesting. We're, we're going to interview a lobbyist today that had worked directly against a political candidate, and they're going to give us a very biased view and opinion on what is happening in our economic downturn. And you're going to eat it all up and act like you were just spoon-fed absolute undoubtable fact. This is NPR signing off for your boring, medicated ass. Have fun driving your Lexus and taking your fucking Xanax. You're ridiculous. You're a joke. Come on, wake the fuck up, all right? At least the communists that I'm friends with and all these fucking people that, uh, you know, they just want blood and destruction and the complete overthrow of the government, at least they understand what's going on, you know? I don't agree with them. I'm a capitalist. I believe that we, I, I would rather fix a house than rebuild a house. So, you know, the communists and the far leftists that I uh, talk to, they want a revolution. They want to tear everything down and rebuild it to the structures that they want. Uh, I look at government, especially in America, like a house. Uh, if the bones are good, you save the house. You don't fucking tear it down and rebuild it. 
I also am not cool with just like a bunch of violence breaking out. Like, yeah, Trump was a piece of shit. Yeah, I think Biden's a piece of shit. Uh, I don't think either one of them being office uh, makes it okay for you to just go out and stab your neighbor. A lot of people getting stabbed. <laughs> a lot of people getting beat up over the past couple of years. The left is hilarious because they go, oh, you see all this violence that Trump has started? Uh, well, dude, you're the one that just went out and hit somebody with a black flag. Like, the left blames Trump for all the violence, but they are also the ones that are doing the violence. <laughs> it's like some of the crazy shit I've seen on social media this week. Uh, I saw somebody said something like uh, after the election, they said, oh, I'm so happy. Over the last four years, I forgot what it felt like to be happy. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Because you really are letting whoever is in the office of president determine your happiness. That's crazy. Because if uh, you do what I did and you go to school uh, for international relations and you study politics, you'll never be happy ever again. Uh, there is no such thing as happiness when you put the people in power under a microscope, right? You're going to be jaded. You're going to be pissed off. Uh, you're going to be you're going to be me. You're never going to be happy with it. I don't like anybody. I didn't like Bush. I didn't like Obama. I didn't like fucking uh, Trump. I voted for him. I voted for Obama. I voted for Bush. I fucking voted for Biden when he was in the primary against Obama, right? I've been wrong so many times. Uh, and that's what happens when you constantly get yourself put in a position where you have to vote for the lesser of two evils, right? So, like, people are pissed and uh, I had to basically hide in a hole for four years because I voted for Trump. I'm not a Trump supporter. I didn't like the guy. I'd never hang out with him. I think he's a charlatan. I think he's a fucking egotist. But everybody ignored the fact that the other candidate was Hillary Clinton, who has a higher body count than a fucking Rob, Zomb Rob Zombie movie. Uh, the Clintons are fucking scum. And you pretended like, oh, we can do it. We're gonna, we as women are going to break glass ceilings. Hillary Clinton's going to be president. The world is going to be great. Are you fucking serious? She attacked people in public that accused her husband of raping them. And you support this woman. There are countless, countless, countless stories of people that have gone the Clinton, gone against the Clintons and have suicided themselves. And part of it is conspiracy and some of those things are not true. But there are also plenty of people and journalists and others that have fucked with the Clintons that didn't fuck with anybody else ever again. And you ignore it. And, and like, you, hey, let's put Bill Clinton back in the White House. And as Clinton was running, it was during the Me Too movement, and you know that her husband is a piece of shit and a fucking, like, just serial sexual assaulter, and you know he's been on Epstein's plane multiple fucking times, and you know all this information, and you still turned a blind eye to it. And instead of just being like, well, yeah, they're pieces of shit, but I prefer them over this piece of shit, you pretended like she was another infallible character. And this is, it's crazy to watch CNN and MSNBC, and especially on election night, they were going, oh my God, the polls. The polls were this high. How is it this close? How is it this close? Did you not remember 2016 when the polls had Hillary Clinton ahead eight to 10 points ahead of the election and she fucking lost? So then you say, uh, going into Biden versus Trump, the left is saying, oh, he's up by eight to 10 points. This is a fucking done deal. And then... Uh, on election night, the election's close, and they're like, I don't understand this. What is wrong with the country? How is it this close? The polls were wrong. What, didn't you pay attention? You didn't learn anything from four years ago 
because you had your head shoved so far up your fucking ass with this Russian collusion that you didn't pay attention to what the country had just said to you as Democrats. We're sick of your pompous bullshit. We're sick of you turning a blind eye to corruption that's happening within your party, right? The Democrats rigged two of their own fucking primaries since 2016 to make sure Bernie Sanders didn't get elected. They did everything they could to make sure that wouldn't happen. And you fucking ignore it. But something has happened here with people that are Bernie supporters and people that are even more far left that they are not going to accept your candidate. It doesn't matter that Joe Biden is president. You are still going to have some idiot cop that is going to shoot an unarmed innocent black man within the next fucking three months after he is in office. Now, it's up to you to decide whether or not you're going to bring that to the forefront of your social media and your fucking life like you have in the past four years, or if you're going to bury your head in the sand again like you did when Obama was in, was in office, right? Obama built cages for fucking Mexicans on the borders. Obama bombed plenty of fucking brown people. Obama did plenty of awful shit that you ignored. For four years, you acted like none of it fucking happened. And then when Trump was in office... You blew the lid off of everything that was going on that was corrupt within government. And then I swear to God, you guys are going to look so pathetic if you turtle your little penises in and you fucking turn tail when Biden is in office. You better keep paying attention. You better keep pressing fucking human rights and all of the things that are wrong with our fucking society. And if you don't, if you don't, you better understand that you are not going to have any chamber of fucking government in the next four years. Because... As you're celebrating in the streets like fucking morons, you're not paying attention to how government actually works because you don't fucking read. It's like, it's like most Americans are basically like uh, they're they're like people that become fans of random sports during the Olympics every four years, right? You don't watch curling for four years. You don't give a shit about people running in circles, even if records have been broken. But goddamn it, if you don't strap on your red, white, and blue and cheer your fucking face off during the Olympics. You know, I'm guilty of it. I don't watch hockey until it's Olympics. I don't watch hockey until it's playoffs. But paying attention to is while you're celebrating, uh, the Republicans won the Senate, right? So the Republicans are holding the Senate by a narrow margin. The Republicans also gained seats in Congress. So Congress is still uh, controlled by Democrats, but they have less of a majority that they than they did, right? So you have that chamber is split. You're going to have a Democrat in office who barely won the election, and then you're going to have Republicans controlling the Supreme Court. Do you know what that means, people that are celebrating? You can be happy that Trump's not in office, but what you're celebrating is stagnance because nothing is going to happen over the next four years. Biden can come in and he can get us back in the Paris deal and he can do things like that with executive orders, which is a power that presidents should have never had, right? I wasn't happy with all the executive orders that Trump did. I guess he gets turned a blind eye while Obama did it. And Bush did it. Bush started the trend of making executive orders to take your rights away. And everybody was pissed when Bush started doing it. But then, when Obama got in office, he passed more executive orders than Bush did, and you fucking let him do it. And what he did is he set a precedent for Trump to come in and make even more executive orders when he got in office. So what you're doing is you are letting yourself get fisted by one side of the political not paying attention to the fact that each one of these fuckers, when they get in office, they pave the road towards despotism for the next fucker to get in office. So what you have is a pendulum 
a swinging pendulum of Republicans and Democrats just fucking you every single fucking day, and you're only paying attention on the backswing or the front swing. You don't pay attention to the other side of the pendulum when it comes back with its spikes and it hits you right in your fucking face. So as you celebrate, like idiots, pay attention to this. Nothing is going to happen over the next four years because any sort of bill that gets introduced by your far-left Congress is not going to pass in the Senate. The Senate is clearly going to be pissed off over what has happened over the past four years in the House turkey neck cunt face. Uh, so they're going to block everything. And then on the opposition of that, uh, Mitch McConnell's turkey neck cunt face is going to go out of his way to pass a bunch of shit in the Senate that will never pass the Congress. They're not going to get anything done. There won't be any bills that get passed, period. So as you're celebrating, I'm, I'm happy. As somebody in the middle, I'm happy because we as a country deserve to be put in timeout for four years. I don't want to see any more legislation pass. I don't want to see things like gun control come up. I don't want to see anything go on because everybody in this country is so fucking emotional right now that they are not thinking clearly whatsoever. That includes politicians. That includes your fucking parents. That includes your neighbor. That includes your best friend. None of you guys are thinking clearly and none of you are thinking with your heads because so many crazy things have happened this past year that your emotions are controlling you and you're not fucking thinking. So anyway... Uh, I'm happy with the fact that nothing's going to happen. You can't. Nothing's going to happen. The president can introduce a bill. It's going to get shot down in the Senate. The Senate introduces a bill. It's going to get shot down in Congress. And if the Democrats try to pass a bunch of crazy shit with health care, which Biden's going to try to do, and fuck that system up even more than it has been, um, it's not going to pass in the Supreme Court if it goes there. So you're celebrating nothing, really. What you're celebrating is you're celebrating a return to free trade because that's what's going to happen. That is the one thing that will happen. You're going to have lobbyists back in the White House. You're going to have corporate entities. You're going to have more. Uh, you're celebrating there's going to be more censorship through social media sites uh, because that is exploded. And that's what everybody knew. When Alex Jones got banned from Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, everybody was pissed. Well, half of the people were pissed because... People knew that anytime something like that happens, you're setting a precedent for the future. So they didn't just ban Alex Jones. It started with Alex Jones because of the shit he was saying about Sandy Hook. And then you start banning other people and saying they're conspiracy theorists. And then it expands and expands and it expands. So then you have algorithms set up to block you and uh, censor you on Facebook just based on a word that you might say or a sentence that you might say. I might say, oh... My, my white picket fence looks good, but because I said the word white, I get suspended from Facebook for a week. So now you have mass censorship, right? So this is what's happened uh, for all you idiots that are celebrating, like you did when Obama, or Osama bin Laden got killed. Um, so Osama bin Laden got killed. You celebrated in the streets. But what had happened at that point was mass domestic government spying. Countless, endless wars in the Middle East. Uh, you have a... Uh, police force, which I had been talking about for fucking years, was going to get more and more violent because you turned our police force into a military force, and now you treat American citizens like they're fucking terrorists, and that is why things escalate so fast when they do, because the police don't treat us like people anymore, and the people that are approached by the police don't think like a uh, book, or uh, they don't think in the processes of how the cop is going to approach them. They are thinking with emotion because they're scared. They're going to jail. They're going to get arrested. They don't know what's going to happen. They don't trust the police. Whatever it may be, 
there is uh there's a disconnect there where people are emotional and the cops are not the cops are all like fucking robocop at this point or actually they're like judge dread citizen get out of your vehicle and put your hands on your hood citizen citizen and the person's like man what the fuck man i'm doing what i need to do blah 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 blah, blah. and then it escalates their emotions and they get more scared because the police are fucking scary and then shit pops off and you got another fucking dead american in the streets and then half the country goes oh yeah he was justified he should be dead he's an idiot and half the country goes, well, the cops aren't allowed to do their jobs any, any, ever, right? So you have half of the country that is literally out here. A guy can come. There's a video of a guy fucking chasing the cops around in a circle with a knife. And they keep saying, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife. Over and over and over and over again. They're getting tired. They're trying to get away from this guy so he doesn't stab him. And they have their guns drawn on him. And finally, he starts lunging at them. And they shoot him and they kill him. And then immediately, you have all these fucking morons go out and start rioting and burning down the streets. What is supposed to happen in that situation? You fucking shoot them. If somebody chases me with a knife and I have a gun, I'm going to put a bullet right between your fucking eyes and I'm never going to think twice about it. So fucking think about that. And then on the other side, you have people that are leg that have legitimate concerns because people the police are killing innocent people that are not doing anything and there is there is a there is absolutely the African American community has gripes because they don't trust the police and there's plenty of history since the inception of fucking Jim Crow era laws that they shouldn't trust the police. So then you have cops that go out and they fucking break in your door like in Breonna Taylor. Could you imagine if you like one of these, like I had a guy that was talking about Breonna Taylor and goes, oh, well, her boyfriend was a drug dealer. Her previous boyfriend was a drug dealer that she wasn't even with. She was sleeping in bed with her new boyfriend and all of a sudden the door gets kicked in and she's living in a bad neighborhood. So all these fucking white apologist fucking pieces of shit who back the cops regardless 100% of the time don't pay attention to the fact that they're the same people that are locked and loaded and have AKs underneath their fucking pillows and their beds. And all they do is talk about how they love and fuck their ARs every night. Think about what would happen if the cops did a, a no-knock raid by accident on your fucking house. You would not even think twice. You hear your fucking door get kicked in. You've been jerking off thinking about this moment for fucking years. You get to go and grab your fucking gun and your little moment of sleepiness. And then bam, 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 bam. You're fucking dead. So you're hypocrites. And that's why this podcast is named in the middle of shit because i am just tired of the shit everybody in this country is a fucking hypocrite and you don't like being told that you're wrong even though you're wrong half the time because you, you don't have that perspective to take a step back and look at it and go oh, shit, this isn't exactly what i thought it was because you don't wait for things to, to digest you just go out there and you start fucking typing away on your fucking facebook and pissing off your grandparents So anyway, the election, uh, where we have issues beyond the fact that we're celebrating Biden. We have an egotist who has had his feelings hurt in Trump. We don't know what's going to happen. He's saying that he is not going to concede the election. He legally doesn't have to concede it. Uh, that doesn't mean that he gets to stay. You don't, you don't have to come out and congratulate your person and say, yeah, I admit loss. No, you can be like, I didn't fucking lose. Fuck you. But you still have to leave in January. Regardless, uh, he has been in so many legal battles throughout his entire life. And uh, this thing about people that are billionaires, they've never been told, no, they don't take that well. If they don't get their way, they kind of lash out. And we don't know what Trump's going to do. All our eyes are on him. We've got three months to see. It's not looking good. Uh, there, is, there are all kinds of reports of um, meddling in the election. Of course, the Republicans are crying foul 
there are voting machines that had thousands of votes that were cast for Trump that got switched to Biden. There are people that were throwing uh, ballots in the trash that were coming out of Republican districts. Uh, there are reports of people blocking Republican observers out from counting areas in multiple cities. There are reports that in the middle of the night in Wisconsin, 150,000 or so votes showed up for Biden and not one vote for Trump was there. Um, you know, each one of these things needs to be individually looked at and vetted uh, because the way the Internet is and the way people are, instead of finding the truth and getting to the middle of it and sharing it, we have people that purposely go out of the way to make up shit and share it and make it go viral. So all of us are sharing information that isn't true and saying things that are wrong because we as a society are fucking chimpanzees that have just only uh, matured a little bit more so that we can make tools to destroy ourselves. So we don't know what's happening. But of course, on the left, nobody is even acknowledging the fact that there are all these people saying that there is massive voter fraud. Uh, we'll see. They're going to have to dig through it. They're going to have to prove everything. Uh, but there are a lot of reports. There are people that are Democrats that were in counting areas uh, that called in and said, hey, they're just right behind us and they're changing votes. He's like, I'm a Democrat. I didn't vote for Trump. And there's a guy saying, yeah, I'm here. I'm here to count. And like, this is this is fraud. Uh, there are plenty of reports like this coming out. And Democrats are dancing in the streets and fucking COVID down each other's throats, and they're not going to pay attention to any of this, which is hilarious because uh, when they lost in 2016, there was no evidence of massive voter fraud. There was no evidence of ballots getting changed. There was no information like that coming out, but yet we found ourselves in a three and a half year legal battle claiming that the Russians hacked and changed our election results. That's how it started, right? So it started with everybody going, yeah. Uh, there's no way Hillary Clinton lost. The Russians must have hacked our elections and changed the results. Well, then they investigated and people came out and said, well, yeah, I mean, uh, there's no evidence that the Russians actually changed the results of the election uh, and like hacked the votes. So then the language had to change and they go, well, they influenced the election. Well, what did they do to influence the election? Oh, well, Trump was meeting with them and they were getting money. And uh, then there, the whole conspiracy was that uh, the Russians were working directly with Trump to give Trump information on Clinton uh, about her laptops to reopen that investigation. But then you found out that uh, none of that happened. And what had happened was that James Comey was incompetent and decided on his own accord to reopen the investigation to Clinton and not clarify why. The reason why they reopened the investigation of the laptops and Clinton actually pertained to other legal cases that had nothing to do with Hillary Clinton, but he didn't clarify that to the public and it looked bad for Clinton right before the election and it put Trump over the hump. But there was no evidence that that had been released by the Russians or that that entire thing was colluded by the Russians with Trump to sway the election uh, results. So then that got shut down. So then the Democrats had to pivot again and find more information. And uh, what ended up happening was they – they, oh, it was uh, nine, nine Russians on uh, Facebook were, were saying fake things on Facebook. Okay, so nine Russians that you can't hold accountable – uh, that were on Facebook, changed the outcome of a national presidential election. And then they started sticking, well, yeah, it was these nine Russians on Facebook. They were uh, they were sharing uh, fake posts and stuff. Uh, well, if that scream didn't turn into a whimper really fucking quick, uh, with no evidence, <laughs> they never had any evidence of any of this, and after all the investigations and all of the tax money that had been spent, 
you started putting away people that were criminals because, of course, they are because people that work in politics are typically criminals, right? So Paul Manafort, you go, oh, uh, Manafort's guilty. Well, yeah, he was guilty of money laundering because he was a piece of shit before he was working on that campaign. So he goes to prison for something that has absolutely nothing to do with Russian collusion. Uh, you have you have all these guys that were going to prison and the left goes, oh, I mean, they got in jail. They're in trouble. But yeah, like because they were under scrutiny and they found out they were doing other illegal things that had nothing to do with colluding with Russia to change the election. They were just your typical run-of-the-mill piece-of-shit people that are uh, political operatives. Uh, I've worked as a political operative myself. Uh, most of them are criminals. Uh, a lot of them launder money, don't pay taxes, all kinds of fun shit that you get into with those guys. Um, so now you have legitimate concerns about voter fraud, ballots being thrown away, ballots being counted, ballots being switched over to the other candidate, and all you hear are fucking crickets on the left, right? So we've put ourselves in a situation where uh, if when the Democrat lost uh, the Republicans are saying that they don't see the election as legitimate. So now you have a bunch of Republicans that are saying uh, the election was stolen by Democratic counters in multiple cities that are heavily Democrat, like Detroit, Milwaukee, Atlanta, uh, all cities you know that have been burnt down during the riots, and they have a lot at stake this year, a lot. And they knew that if uh, those cities voted Trump, that guess what? People are going to go out and they're going to burn those fucking cities down again. That's where all the voter fraud claims are coming through. And uh, the Republicans are saying that uh, they don't see the, the election as legitimate now. And then four years ago, when Trump won, the Democrats said they didn't see the results as legitimate because they were hacked by the Russians. So we put ourselves in a situation where regardless of who wins, the other half of the country doesn't see our election process as legitimate. They refuse to accept the opposition as their president. Uh, they go on Facebook and attack their parents and they attack their friends and their neighbors or whatever else. And we've been putting each other's throats for fucking four years. And it's going to be the same the next four years, right? You have all the Democrats and the far leftists that have been burning down cities and attacking old people in red hats and fucking people up that don't agree with them. And now probably what's going to happen is you're going to have a bunch of Republicans that believe in the conspiracy theories that the election was stolen. And they're going to go out with their fucking rifles and... They're white nationalist groups, and they're going to continue to keep trying to kidnap governors and fucking do all kinds of other crazy shit. So it's time to take a step back and look at whether or not you are under mind control. I think so. I think it's. I think. I think everybody needs to take a step back and look at the mirror and go, "Oh my God, is my mind being controlled by the media that I read and watch and absorb?" Uh, the answer is yes. Because you're probably batshit crazy because everybody in this country has gone batshit fucking crazy because that is what their media source wants them to do. The stakes are getting higher. The violence is raising. The divides are becoming more and more in our society. Uh, it feels engineered. Uh, it feels like we have been on this path since 9-11. We're getting a little bit more aggressive. We're being divided a little bit more amongst political lines. We're letting foreign entities come in and, and fuck with us a little bit more, right? Most of our media in America is not even owned by fucking Americans. Fox News, Australians. There was a Saudi that owned a large part of Fox News for a very long time. CNN is owned by foreign entities. You have fucking people that are stakeholders and 
large partial owners of every fucking media site, they typically are not American born and raised. Why? Well, because if you can control the mind of the public, then you can control the country, can't you? Right? It's like we're all getting turned into little miniature Manchurian candidates. So when you celebrate, uh, think about the fact that you look stupid. Uh, and when you gloat, you look stupid. And when you get on your little Trump caravan, you look stupid. Uh, when you argue with a family member on Facebook about political shit, you look stupid. Uh, it's time for us to think differently about how we ingest our information. The people that are in office are not your friends, right? Everybody's saying Biden get in office. I end up with more money in my bank account. My dick isn't any bigger. I didn't get taller. I don't have a six pack. Nothing changed. Just like when nothing changed when Trump was in office for me. The president, as a poor person, has never affected my life, ever. Doesn't matter who's, who the president was. I've been poor the whole time. I went to college on my own account. When I got out of college, there was an economic downturn, and Obama, instead of helping out the people, decided to bail out the banks. That process had been started by Bush. Obama finished it. When Bush was in office, I was in high school, and everything was fine. And then 9-11 happened, and all of uh, Ohio and my area had a bunch of people that, that, hey, kids, you're going to Iraq and Afghanistan now. Cool. Great president. Great president. Uh, Obama was there during the housing crisis when uh, everybody lost their house, including my grandfather. So that was another uh, good time during presidency, right? More kids going to Iraq and Afghanistan, and uh, you lost your house, and your grandparents lost their house, and the economy has crashed, and you can't get a job, and you're in debt for school. Oh, and uh, you know how we said we were going to give you health care? Well, actually, what we were going to do was, since you're too poor to have health care, we're going to take $600 out of your uh, income tax returns every year for not having health care. So since you're too poor to have health care, I'm going to take $600 from you every year because you're too poor to have health care. Thanks, Obama. That was great, dude. So during Trump, what we have is uh, mass hysteria. People are fighting each other. There's more violence. Cities are burning down. Uh, also, not a really cool time. Really didn't have a great time during that president. So as you celebrate a Biden and Harris getting into office, a prosecutor and a Jim Crow era Democrat, as you celebrate like idiots in the streets, just think about it this way. Uh, I am not Nostradamus, but I am going to foresee that uh, we're not going to have a very cool time in the next four years. It's not going to be great. <laughs> so anyway, uh, chew on that for a bit. And as always, go fuck yourselves. This is Jason Raynard in the middle of shit.